0: <laughs> hi well 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 here we are this is our first podcast after your surgery yes how do you feel i feel little you feel you look little uh, for those of you who don't know michelle had uh her titty balls popped out my
1: explant
0: You're, you had an explant my surgery you know who i got the titty balls from who uh uh mike michael k from uh delisted Uh, Oh, yes. He would always talk about implants as titty balls. They are titty balls. They are titty balls. Because they're
1: balls like... They're balls, balls under of titties. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, for backstory, this was your third pair of titty balls. My
1: third set of titty balls and my last set of titty balls.
0: Because, and as for most of you know, that uh, Michelle's done a lot of research on, you know, immune systems mm-hmm. and she's had a thyroid condition for several years. 20. And Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, last resort, come to figure out that probably, probably, not for everyone, but probably. Uh, it has to do with the titty balls and your body rejecting correct. the titty balls.
1: And the, t- the correct title is Breast Implant Illness. And yes, I believe that my titty balls were the things that were making me sick yeah. for the past. I haven't been sick for all the 20 years that I've had right. thyroid illness, mm-hmm. but I felt really shitty for the past 13 to 15, mm-hmm. on and off. Mm-hmm. And not everybody will get breast implant illness, but the FDA has just released the fact that any breast implant can cause cancer. Sure. So, yeah. you know, it's sad enough that women are called hysterical and crazy by the doctors. That that you know, the women think that their breasts are making them sick, the breast yeah. implants. But um, it's weird that until the FDA says it's a real thing, that even right. doctors won't believe us. Yeah. And even now that the FDA has released this information and they're they're probing it and doing more more studies, um, it, there's still doctors who say you know, it's rare. Actually, no. It's not rare. There are more women coming out saying not only have they cancer related to their breast implant, illness, breast implants, but there's a lot of women who are sick yeah. because of the breast implants. So it was my choice to
0: go ahead and take them out now. How, how long has it been though? It's been three and weeks, a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Okay. So
1: I've had a hell of a roller coaster of a recovery. Really? It has been. I know you're seeing me now. Yeah. And I might look fine to you. You
0: look fantastic.
1: It. Thank you. It's been hell. It has been a very difficult recovery. With my implants, I was always the one that the doctor was like, oh my God, you're a machine. Like I'd mm-hmm. bounce right back. First set of implants that I got, mm-hmm. I filmed the next day, the TKA video, the crash video.
0: Wait a minute. The now, next day. The next day. How could you not be in pain? No pain. You got some titty balls. What size were
1: those? Ridiculous. I went from an A to a B.
0: That's ridiculous. Redi-
1: and wasted my time. That sounds time. like mathematics. So dumb. Yeah. And then I went from a B to a C. Dumb again.
0: A B to a C. Uh-huh. Cup, and
1: then I went finally to the bangers that I had Yeah, last.
0: The big D. The big
1: D. <laughs> <laughs> Some say double, but not all the time. But I was so sick of everything fluctuating in my life, with my weight, my health. When I felt shitty, my weight would go very high up. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the way I ate, attributed to it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to act mm-hmm. like it was just my but it all and it, medications that I'm so sick of going up and down and in and out of healthy and not healthy and that's why I decided to do it. But this roller coaster thing, Rue. So what happened was I got them out. You have to be very careful. It's full breast reconstruction. So not unlike a, a reduction. reduction, yeah. Or um a reconstruction after a mastectomy. Mm-hmm. A little bit different. We don't take muscles from the back and there are different ways to do mastectomy, but um you can't do anything. You can't, You got to use T-Rex arms right. because what my doctor, Dr. Chun in Newport Beach said the most is what scares him is late stage hematoma. So you can be fine when you leave and you go home four or five days later. We stayed down in gorgeous Newport Beach. But two weeks, two or three, you're feeling good. So you're starting to move right. and lift. Right. And I'm doing laundry, which yeah. I am. But if you do it slowly, you're okay. Yeah. It's quick movements. Right. So what happens is it could fill up with blood. Oh, dear. And then they'd have to go back in mm-hmm. um so i've been very careful and i've been doing nothing so what's the hell part though so i'm going to tell you so uh day two i was on i don't if i bore you tell me mm. but i was on an ear patch for nausea then he gave me something called Celebrex, which is an anti-inflammatory oh, I know, I okay. yeah. what's
0: well, an ear patch okay because ear patch as opposed to something else that you did oh because you couldn't take ibuprofen
1: Correct. That'll make your blood too thin. You can't take ibuprofen. But you You can can take take Tylenol. tylenol. But that's not going to do anything for anti-nausea. The ear patch is like what you would wear on a cruise ship to not throw up. Okay. Because he says, when you throw up after surgery, it raises your blood pressure. Blood pressure makes you bleed. Yeah. You don't want to bleed after major surgery. Wow. So he gives you the ear patch. Well, why would
0: you throw up anyway? Almost
1: 90% of people get sick from the anesthesia. 90%? Super high percentage of people get nauseous from the anesthesia and the celebrex the pain medication mm-hmm. he gives you norco we talked about this mm-hmm. which i didn't take i only took tylenol um so that's what that's that about.
0: very high 90 percent. i've been surgerized and i've never gotten nauseous
1: um i'm estimating but from what i hear a lot of people get nauseous mm-hmm. so he cuts cuts that out by putting the ear patch on mm-hmm. well somebody like me who only takes tylenol I couldn't handle everything that was going through my body. Have
0: you tried it anally? Because a lot of people may get nauseous I by doing for an it an orally. I and
1: Dr. Chun didn't provide that. He didn't. You know, I'm
0: going to have to call the S-B-A-C-P on I think him. you should, mm-hmm. because it's,
1: it's, a, it's just ridiculous. It's
0: ridiculous. That he doesn't offer an Highway anal robbery. option. It's like, what, where are we? We're I living mean, in the
1: dark ages here. I mean, it's
0: this, this 21st century. If Dr. Ch- Chun-Li could not d- provide an, anal, an option. anal option. Correct. They should revoke his license. Let me
1: tell you what I did have though. Uh-oh. Something called propofol.
0: Now, we are all familiar with propofol. But Michael Jackson wants the that's, milk. That's that's right.
1: Well, let me tell you something. That's like that something. Jesus juice, isn't Ooh, it? Girl. Uh-huh. For somebody the the lovely anesthesiologist name yeah. is Dr. Wynn he said to me, do you want me to give you something to calm you down? I was like, please. I was really nervous. You were nervous. I was nervous. Yeah. I have two children. You know, my brain goes to what if I die on yeah. this table? Right. You know, it is what it is. And I remember we had the podcast. We were talking to somebody about, we were talking to them about you being in the room with Dr. Dubrow and the person yeah. was halfway between life and death. And yeah. I was like, no, they weren't. Uh-huh. Don't be saying that. Cause uh-huh. I was very much alive. I knew it was coming. <laughs> you didn't. So, um, I was thinking about that and, so he said, do you want me to give you something? I said, yes. He said, I'm going to give you a tiny bit since your body's not used to it. Well, that propofol was like, I got it. I understood it once I got it. Because mm-hmm. I first of all, everything spun. And then I was like, hey. Uh-huh.
0: Potty time. I, what
1: I, I was so, I was like. Maybe now's the time for that anal option. Yeah, because right. Because I
0: chill. Yeah, it's like, where's Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam in what full force? Right now. Where are they at? Hold them. Let's party. Bring them all over. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> My husband filmed the whole propofol trip. Oh. So that was first. And then the surgery was three hours. He said that I thought the left one, because that's the one that had a capsular, con- yeah. capsular contracture. It was... I sent you a picture. It was pointed. It had a train. Is that related
0: to a conjunction junction? What's your function? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: They're distant cousins once removed. Okay. So um, he said the right one was the, it just did not want to release. It yeah. was stuck. He got the whole capsule out. I sent you the picture. There mm-hmm. were no rupture. No mm-hmm. rupture, which shocked the hell out of me. I thought for sure these sixteen-year-old implants would mm-hmm. be ruptured, mm-hmm. considering how many times I've had things slammed on them. <laughs> <laughs> But they were not <laughs> ruptured. But I was under for three hours, and he thought maybe two, two and a half. Mm-hmm. So um, the second day, I was in the hotel room going back for my two-day post-op visit. And all of a sudden, I was sitting there, and I felt like I was going to pass out. I had mm-hmm. a wave come over me, and I was like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. something's not right. I sat mm-hmm. down, almost like happened at the Emmys when my corset was too tight. Mm-hmm. I've never passed out in my life, but this, this was on the way to it. I sat there. I ripped the patch off my ear. I took the Celebrex and I dumped it down the toilet and I got back and I said, I'm not taking those drugs anymore. Really? And he said, you got three days out of it. I'm happy. But I think my body had a bad reaction to it. Two days later, I'm home and it happens again. And I'm not on those medications yeah. anymore. Um, so I'm calling the surgeon. I'm calling everybody. I'm thinking, do I need to go to the ER? What's wrong? Yeah. I was having a panic attack. The the whatever it is the anesthesia leaving my body the drugs leaving my body because I was reading and asking doctors and surgeons I called my friend's husband who's a brain surgeon, um, even though medically it's supposed to be out of your system no longer than forty eight hours sometimes it can stay in our tissues.
0: Oh no, anesthesia stays in your tissue for, for six at least. Weeks. Listen, I, I was told t- two weeks, and that after two weeks you get very very depressed,
1: which you could can, happen. That's yeah. post op depression. Now I didn't yeah. have that, but I've had. Three or four panic attacks since the surgery. And talking to people and researching, it's been happening, happens to a lot of women on this Facebook group. And I think it's the there's two things. The ENT that I went to for the ringing in my ears told me that I have an autoimmune anyway, so my body's operating 50% of what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, now everything in my body is fighting to heal these boobs. Yeah. So the blood isn't going to other places that right. it needs to go because it's worrying about the invaders that can come in through right. these surgical sites yeah so it all makes sense but it could stay in our body for up to six weeks in our tissue and um i would stand up and the minute i sat stood up i would get a head rush and have to sit down yeah and then my blood pressure was elevated so many things were going on because my body for 30 years had an invader in it Mm -hmm. now it doesn't so my body's kind of like what the fuck is happening yeah there's a change in my hormones there's a change in my thyroid. There's a change in my girly hormones. Everything is gonna have to redirect. My head. Don't ask me how my head yeah, is. Yeah, I, I it's not was gonna ask you. Yeah. Right. Um <laughs> I've been dealing with this weird lightheadedness for the first two weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: Not dizzy, lightheaded. Yeah. yeah. And then I've had this heavy head feeling. I'm yeah. getting a brain scan tomorrow just to shut me
0: up. Just because. Just to shut Who's me up. Who's paying for this brain scan? My,
1: uh, insurance, better okay. be. Yeah. But um, I went to the ENT. He said, "Let's just do it." Yeah. He said, "I'm not expecting to find anything, but we can rule out." Well, sinus I tell you, you issues. look
0: fantastic. Yeah. You walked in here, and there's a lightness in your step, and it's not just the titty balls either. <laughs> it's something else. Something energetically really. You feel lighter, younger. Really, you feel. Yeah, and the, our producer said the same thing. There's something peppier about you, which is great, and that's what you want, you know. Uh, after- I lost
1: seven pounds just by having the surgery. The implants were five pounds, Mm -hmm. just about five pounds. And then it's amazing the inflammation that just wants to leave your body. Well,
0: that's what I think I'm seeing, is that there is a a lack of inflammation. It's going away. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: just starting. And from talking to all these women that have been, because we're doing the documentary, that have been explanted and going through this, the change that happens over the next three years mm, mm. is unreal. Like a few girls were like, don't even buy bras. Now you're in a year. Your tits are going to be totally different. Like they fall, they fall into shape. Cause right now they're almost kind of rectangular and still kind of smashed up against my body. Cause mm. I was in binding mm-hmm. for the first three days. And then they start, they call it the fluff fairy. I told you that it kind of, they just kind of fall into a sure, position
0: because you're wearing like a sports bra thing, right? This now. This is like
1: a medical, this would be like yeah. a, post reduction bra or yeah. surgery bra. Yeah. Right,
0: right.
1: Um, but it, it feels good cause I'm still having to take care of them four times a day. How
0: long were you in Newport beach?
1: Four days and my God, I love it there. It's beautiful. Oh my god, I didn't expect to really Well that's alive. where the
0: Housewives yeah. live, isn't it? isn't that where the, the Housewives live Orange? Ones? Oh yeah.
1: Do they live in Newport Beach?
0: I assume they do. It's Laguna Beach, maybe? Maybe.
1: Costa Mesa's down there. Yeah, yeah. It is
0: so You know, for beautiful. people who don't live here in LA, they don't understand how far all oh. that stuff is. And you if you live in LA, you don't want to go anywhere because the traffic is so crazy.
1: Two hours from Thousand Oaks, where I
0: live. It was two hours to get two there. Two hours.
1: During what part of the day. Well we went we made sure we went on no rush yeah. hour times. right. So it took... Really, if we went and just went and barreled through, we could probably get there in an hour and 45 yeah. minutes, hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. But from here, depending on the traffic, it could take an hour. It could take two hours. Now, when I'm I Hollywood. called you
0: after the surgery, my concern was what it would do to your energetic... Psyche? Psyche. Because, you know... So much of, you, you were in love with the sort of Hugh Hefner view of the world. Yeah. You sort of, you, you sort of idolized that Playboy, Corvette, hey, um, high heel wearing, Angelina. nails, yeah. Angel, all that stuff. Yeah, I still do. You still do. Yeah. Um, but how has that, it may be too early to answer this question, but how, where does, where does that recalibration, where is it now?
1: I think people are going to be really shocked with how different I look and how small I look. I look tiny. Not you, as a person, just I look tiny. I you look do. I look smaller. You look, I look tiny. shorter. You, I look like more compact.
0: You, you actually, you look more fit. There is something, you look skinny. I'm not and, skinny. Well, you look skinny. But Thank you, but I'm not. So, the
1: point is, that's how much weight huge implants puts on you. know, on also
0: you. the way you carry your body. I guess that's the other thing is that the, uh, uh, um, the, the, Blank of the distribution of weight, the way you carry your body is different. That's Absolutely. probably why you look, you seem peppier. Absolutely, it's going
1: to change that for sure. Because yeah. the weight on your back is, like I said, those things were five pounds. When I bring five them, pounds each? No, no, together. Yeah. But if you hold them in a bag with one hand, it's heavy. Yeah. And I went, oh my god! I was carrying that around on my body for thirty years. Mm-hmm. The other ones weren't as heavy, but how. You know, I didn't know how I was going to view myself. And when I, I was, there was a little bit of hesitation when he took the, the bandages off. I was like, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought for sure I was going to have more breast tissue, but I didn't. And he said, you know, you're going to end up a nice what full What is that? That bee. looks like a... This is, that, is going to be a B
0: when all is said uh, and done. That
1: looks like a C to me. No, 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 definitely not. Really? Yeah, no, it's a B. It's a they little... They look
0: fantastic. Me. Thank they you. They look fantastic. They're still, teenage titties. You still don't have... You're not wearing acrylics. Why is that?
1: Because I haven't been able to get into my girl. My appointment's March 15th. Trust me, they're uh-huh. getting done. Yeah. So my actual nails have been really healing nicely. Yeah, they are. And my nail beds are looking good, just in time for me to fuck them up again. Yeah, yeah. So I will be going to her and get my nails done, yeah. Right. That's not going to change. I, I have been enjoying... Having well, my natural you nails. You couldn't open up that box I of tea a minute do ago. Shit. What is that? I am so used to having acrylic nails yeah. that I can't do anything anymore. But looking in the mirror, I look at myself, and I feel like I look different. And I don't know if it's good or bad. I feel like I look different. For a while, I was like, I look different. Something's wrong, and I don't like it.
0: Oh, no, you look different, and it looks good. There is a brightness in your eye. There is a pep in your step. You seem younger, and uh, your body seems way more streamlined, you it's know?
1: It's 100% more streamlined. Yeah. And now I'm wearing clothes, like, I put them on, and it's like, oh my God, this is what this jacket's supposed to look like. Right. Oh my God, this is. you know what I mean? And the things, the the issues that I have with my body, I can work on now and not be fighting against the inflammation of having breast implant illness mm-hmm. or whatever the situation is. But I am so happy, to answer your question, I am so happy with the decision that I made. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it for, like, I feel like I've been given a second chance. I've been given this chance to really heal myself now, mm-hmm. really do it, and do it the way that I want to do it. The food that I've been cooking and eating is clean, and every, getting the family to eat it with me mm-hmm. is really nice. And um, I, I want. I'm not there yet. I'm not clear headed yet because I still think there's. So this, you have
0: propofol on the brain.
1: Propofol on the brain. Uh-huh. Some inflammation is going on in there, but once a few months down the road, I think it's gonna be really smooth it's three
0: weeks now Three. Three three and a half weeks three and a half weeks Tuesday okay. will
1: be four weeks yeah
0: All right, we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back with more
1: and no titty balls
0: <laughs> so Michelle yeah. you've recently had surgery yes. you have a different breast size now. oh
1: my god like totally different a totally
0: different breast size so what are you gonna do about that
1: well I burned the other ones yeah and luckily I have third love
0: if we're talking about bras bras now yes yes
1: third love bras now they have a perfect fit they use data points generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz including me to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel what i love about it you guys is they have friggin' half sizes literally like 34A and a half cup. Wow. Which you never find anywhere. Yes. More sizes than most other brands. They have more than 70 sizes. I'm telling you, they are the ones, the half cup thing is their signature. Uh, You can skip the trip, find your fit with Third Love's online fit finder, order and try on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences than they really are. There's a 100% fit guarantee. They give you 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need.
0: And that is... It's truly revolutionary because, you know, the whole problem with shopping for bras is trying to find the right fit yep. then usually most women are wearing the wrong size bra
1: I don't even think 90% is being I think it's being conservative Wow. we always walk around in the wrong size bras and with third love bras returns and exchanges are free and easy hands down the most comfortable bra your own straps that won't slip in tagless labels no itching if they're lightweight they're super thin memory foam cups to mold your shape and are proprietary to third love I'm telling you the newest memory to Third Love family is their line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable cotton bras because some people can't do the other materials. They need cotton. So right now they're offering, what's the tea listeners, 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash RuPaul right now to find your perfect fitting bra. Then get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash RuPaul, the whole name for 15% off today. That's Third Love. Oh, I'm
0: so happy for you. I'm so Thank happy you. for you. But
1: it's not easy, and I don't want people to think. No. Because when you look on the Facebook groups and the Facebook page, that's our
0: community. Yeah.
1: Um, there's a lot of women like, oh my God, I woke up on the lighter side and I, everything's lifted. My yeah. brain fog is gone. My tinnitus is gone. My aches... Am- I'm going to tell you right now, that's because the drugs are still in your body. <laughs> I did not wake up like that. I think the majority of the women like me that are like, who the fuck are these women saying that they woke up as a new person? Absolutely not. Every day, I'm incrementally better, but I went through two and a half, three weeks of hell of panic attacks and ups and downs and having to relax. It's been I'm not kidding. Wow. Really difficult. But I think a pressure for me too is not fair to myself, but I see the clock ticking because we're getting ready to
0: go somewhere and do some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I'm like, I got to get better now. And the doctor's like, Michelle, you can say that all you want. Uh Uh-huh. You're not in control. That's right. Your body is, bitch. So lay down, listen to your body. That's right. But um, today is the first day that I've actually not been like, oh my God, oh my God.
0: But that's already in your character. I mean, you have that element to you. Yes, you know, but the, you... I don't
1: want... I told you this before. I don't want that element.
0: Yeah, saying it, but, but you know, saying it is one thing, but then no, actually... No, bitch, I
1: don't want it. <laughs> I don't meditate to get up and go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Yeah. I don't want that. I
0: know you don't want it. Get
1: rid of it. So I'm explanting that uh-huh. and implanting peace. And Zen.
0: Well, you know, um, there is, you know, I, you know, I follow uh, this uh, Steph Azara, um, the horoscope lady. Is that a lady. lady? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I follow her weekly, um, Steph Azari. What's it called? What's her site called? Um, yeah. Anyway, I always, um, I tweet about it all the yes. time. But um, she's talking about a major, major shift coming up. And- For everybody? for everybody exactly i'm going to see if i can pull it up here i you know i'm i'm not a computer person you're
2: kidding the cosmic path the,
0: the cosmic, cosmic path, path okay. that's right the cosmicpath.com and i'm going to see i'm going to read um read virgo <clears throat> i want to read virgo for you cuz mine uh talked about um, um pluto coming into this uh pluto well i'm scorpico so yes oh uh,
1: did you i'm going to send it to you while you're looking it up there was a woman who's an astrologer and reads cards on youtube that did a video about our relationship and why we're so simpatico. You and I. Yes.
0: A woman on YouTube did a thing about you and I. Uh-huh. What, that's... What kind of crazy shit is exactly. that? Exactly.
1: But David, my husband, found it and he played it for me. And she was, she's adorable and she was saying all these things about us. But something she said about us doesn't make sense because... About me. She said, and this would make sense for us, uh-huh. she said <gasps> that I'm a double Virgo, which I know, Yeah. with a Scorpio rising. Huh. I was always told by other astrologers, and we discussed this too. If you look in, if you try to find your ascendant, your rising sign in seven different sites, you're going to get seven different sites. And I know it's where you were born and the time. And she had the wrong time for me. It was only like three hours off. But I was always told I had Sagittarius rising. Uh But if I am double Virgo with a Scorpio rising, that makes a lot of sense. Wow.
0: Wow. Now, this is the Virgo for February 25th, and I have not read this. I'm going to read this um, live on the air. Allowed. So you can just help me uh, out okay. here. Whatever's going on with you physically as the week begins is important to embrace because it's the stuff that Charon in Aries is made of. No, don't get me wrong. This does not mean you'll be swimming in your current physical condition. Quite the contrary. When you move into a new house, it requires some kind of clearing and cleansing, doesn't it? Even if the house is germ-free, a good saging is almost always called for to prepare the space for your energies. Consider your current physical state, your saging process. You're readying your body and your physical world, including your home, For a new cycle that is all about falling in love with yourself unconditionally. When can you say you've ever done that before? You can't because you're big on conditions. No judgment intended. It's time to let them all go. Now, I've never read that before. Holy shit. I know. Isn't that something? She just spoke to me. She certainly did. She said...
1: Fuck all your Virgos. Michelle Visage. Mm-hmm.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. And this is thecosmicpath.com. Does I, she
1: have a app or just a website?
0: It's a website. And she actually, you know, uh, Tom Trujillo uh, visited her when she, she's in New Jersey, I believe. Oh, shut up. But um, Tom Trujillo uh, saw her. She comes out here to L.A. periodically. And I wanted to see her, but, you know, I, I won't work and I didn't have a chance to see her. But she got some jobs. Um, uh, yeah, I'd love to see her. And I, I tweet about her all the time. The CosmicPath.com. Her name That's is amazing. Azaria. What, what comes up when, I, when you heard that? What specifically comes up? Because we've been talking about the physical stuff and your, how your body and how uh, this, this sort of um, recalibration of how you see yourself has been changing over time, you know.
1: It, well, it's funny that she talks about unconditionally falling in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Listen, I am, I'm I'm going to preface it again. I'll say it until the cows come home. I love plastic surgery. I do too. I and I always will. Yeah, I want um, some right
0: now. If, if I wish there was a plastic surgeon right now working on me.
1: You think I didn't ask when he took my tits out if I can have a neck lift while we're at it? And He said, can we please do one thing at one a thing time? One thing at a time, yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me... I feel like I got those implants because I didn't love myself unconditionally. Mm. I got those implants back when I was 21 because I felt less than mm. because every boyfriend, I did it for me. I didn't do it for any men, mm-hmm. but I did it for me to feel better about that. Mm-hmm. And I think now taking them out is my chance to love myself unconditionally. Mm. And I think that hits the nail on the head because I feel a deeper love with myself I had to stop myself from singing Pride of Deeper Love, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I wasn't able to attain before for whatever reason. Yeah. And maybe now this is kind of returning to me. Yeah. In a yeah. sense that this is how, when I said to the doctor, the surgeon before, I went in the day before, you know, you have to Was your, it Dr. Kevorkian? Yeah, No. That's uh. so when I went and he took the bandages off. I go, oh my God, I have itty... It's been 30 years I haven't had itty-bitty they're titties. They're not
0: had itty bitty titty. not itty bitty Michelle. They're
1: itty-bitty compared to double Ds that I was. Yeah,
0: that's true, but... They looked right for your body. Well, that's what
1: he said. He goes, no, you're back to what God intended you to have and what nature wanted you to have.
0: I don't know about that, Michelle. You know what? I think that your titties would have actually been bigger had you not... Um, done the thing to him. I think your titties, you didn't, you were you 21 when you got them? 21. Him? You know, you, you're not really stopped, you haven't stopped growing at 21. You know, the thing is that um, with children and with life, lots of things, you Definitely. never gave them a chance I to grow. I didn't give
1: them a chance, I stifled them, just like me, the green, dream catcher, put crasher, you put them in here and I just cr- crash and smash your dreams. But they even if I did let them grow and give them their chance to grow and had my kids and and I did nurse my kids with implants. But with that said, I still would have needed a lift. So now Uh I got them out and the lift is there and they did an areola reduction. I was so self-conscious about them. Really? I did not like my bigger areolas and I, they got bigger because if you think about a balloon and you put a spot on it, when you blow the balloon up, the spot gets bigger. Yeah. So that's what happens with an areola. Each time you put a bit different implant in, it gets bigger and bigger. right, Right. And I love my big nipples. They're still there. But yeah. I didn't love my areolas, which were like a silver dollar. They were uh-huh. pretty big. Yeah. And he cut them down by half. And I I am going to be wearing white tank tops with no bras <laughs> the minute that he says I can. Yeah. I am in love with them. My nipples are up in a place that I haven't seen since, I think, third grade. Wow. And I said, oh, my God, my nipples are so high. He goes, no. The other ones were low, uh-huh. you know. So yeah. even with implants, obviously, they can, it's gravity. They yeah. pull. I am in love with my new body. Good for you. Yeah.
0: And it's interesting. It took um, this long for you to come around to this. This
1: long. This long. Because I don't know if I would have come to this conclusion... On my own without the Facebook group and without these things. Um, so Say I'm, the Facebook book it's name again. Breast Implant Illness Healing by Nicole. And Nicole is a breast implant illness survivor. Took her four years to get through feeling. Yeah. She felt like shit after post-surgery, post-explant mm-hmm. explant for four years. Four years. That's why it's a different path for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm grateful for the, the women that are on there. And I'm grateful to her for starting this and bringing awareness. Because the FDA is now involved. And... Um, Again, I don't want to scare people that had them, but if you want them and you haven't had them, really think twice. No, we
0: said this before yeah. too. Your biggest advocate is going to be listening to your own body listening and you your know system. your yeah. body. And and it, even if you don't have breast implants, it's important for you to, to create a relationship. Like what your Cosmic Path horoscope yeah. said, uh, to create a relationship with yourself. You have a GPS system, an, an innate, uh, intuitive uh, um, calling a device impl- implanted into your body already uh that you have that you have to learn how to read it operate it and hear what it's saying to you
1: and a lot of people can't
0: most people can't yeah, a lot most of people, people can't. can't most people you know uh, george was talking to me He went to a um a, b- a party birthday party the other night and you know he doesn't drink and It was. He's. You know. It's interesting to be around people who drink, and you can see that they are just trying to get through it. Because the best thing, best they can do, is to just get effed up and just try to have some fun. Correct. Because it's so hard to reach that place without a little something, something. Because trying to reach that place without a little something, something would also require you processing feelings. That you don't want to process. You'd have to... To get in touch with yourself, It ta- you have to itemize and do an inventory of a lot of crappy stuff that you don't want to. And we've put off since childhood. You're going to
1: have to, inevitably, if you want to heal. You will eventually. Yes. It's like
0: sweeping stuff under a rug. Eventually, yes. you can't even walk on that rug because there's so much stuff so under there. So lumpy. And you, know, you, know, you can try to drink as much as you want or smoke or eat or sex as much as you want. But ultimately, you're going to have to pay that tab. It's like, uh, ma'am, you're t- it's time to pay the tab. Correct. You know? And uh, it's not easy, but uh, there is a solution.
1: There is a solution. And, you know, it's just <clears throat> Lily, I spoke to Lily last night at college.
0: And oh, she's the one at college? She's the
1: one at college. And, you know, I said, what are you doing? She's like, well, there's a dance, but I don't want to go. I said, why? She goes, because everybody gets so fucking drunk. Yeah. And I don't, and it's yeah. not fun. Right. And I said, well, can you make like a people-watching date because yeah. I used to, I never drank so it was yeah. fun for me to go out with my friends and watch them get shit faced get yeah. it gets to a certain point where it's like eye roll right but, you but if you go do the do first anymore.
0: the first hour is fun right the first hour people are doing the thing but once they say hey I want to tell you something I love you I want to <laughs> tell you and I, I have no patience for that correct zero nobody patience
1: it's hard to have patience for that unless you're that person unless too. you're also right. drunk you so know. she was like I'm just gonna stay in and watch her Game Grumps video and and do some homework. And I was like, great. Oh, yeah. Great.
0: I wish she would have gone the first hour. And that would have that been. She it.
1: has done a lot. You know what she does, which is really amazing. And I'm so proud of her. She's trying to push herself out to do things with people. She doesn't know. She went and took a pasta-making class yesterday just with a group of people. And she didn't know anybody. And she mm-hmm. went and came back and had the best, shared the pasta with everybody in her, in her dorm. And really, she's really having I a good time. I wonder what the, the
0: traffic is like in Portland.
1: It has its... It's a city. Yeah. It has its rough moments. That's a really fun city. I
0: love Portland. It's a
1: really... And it's a foodie city. You can get some good food. It doesn't have to be shitty food. You can get some quality food up in that bitch. Portland's got some great, great eyewear shops, great... I just love that. You know
0: there, I told, I've said this before, there is a good feeling in that city. Yeah, there's it a, is. something about it. It feels really good. Now there are cities and I won't name um, them, uh, but there are cities where I just I get there and I could feel this hideous weight. Oh yeah, there's
1: loads. New Orleans is one. and I'll put it out there because it is a dark city. I love the city, but when I leave that city, I'm like...
0: <gasps> I haven't been in years and years, and I've always wanted to just spend time there and love it. I've never gotten it. There's always a a, a thick sort of...
1: It's a darkness. It's just
0: a thick darkness yeah. there, which is can be intriguing to me, and I, I want to explore it, but I haven't really gotten the new, new Orleans experience the way I want it.
1: I love that city, but it is dark as hell, and I know that I always, I always need... A redo when I leave that city. It's like I need to hear some meditation or some yeah. fucking Yanni, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You need to just rejuge. Yeah,
0: you know it's so funny. And all these years, uh, and we're we're gonna uh, take our break in, in a minute. All these years, I used to travel all the time, but in the past ten years, because of a little show we do called uh, something or another, uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't really travel. I travel between here and and New York uh, and sometimes other places yeah. but um mostly uh i don't travel the way i used to anymore so right. a lot of cities I, I don't get
1: to New Orleans is fun i highly recommend it but you even will if need you're a not detox. drinking what what's yeah, fun about it Yeah i don't drink it? what's fun about it good food okay. good shopping good entertainment um, there's you know jazz playing everywhere oh, I love and, that. yeah it's it's fun yeah. and it's a foodie city as well so there's some really good, good yeah. food there you don't have to
0: drink to enjoy it So producer uh, what do we have coming up next do we have we our have, um, people
1: um, coming up next?
0: Yes, Troye Sivan, Guillermo Diaz. Oh, and Guillermo Diaz, Ooh, yes, and Guillermo Guillermo Diaz, Diaz who I'm love. just in love with. Oh, yeah. he's so lovely! And that Troye Sivan. Oh my God, what a cute he's little he's like a kid. little angel. Oh, he's from Australia too. He's hey, from Perth. Perth. Yay. personality. Yeah. All right, so we'll we'll come back with them right okay. after this style. Some of us have it, some don't. But just because a sense of style seems. Elusive for some doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style you never knew you had <laughs> is there somewhere, yeah. but you can get that with your friends over at Stitch Fix
1: Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy our clothes you've heard us talk about them before because we love them just answer some basic questions about your sizes your favorite styles and your budget right from your laptop smartphone or tablet you you get your own personal stylist how bougie is that mm-hmm. and they spring into action hand selecting five brand new clothing items just for you and I know personal stylist does sound like that and only the rich and famous can afford it but you can too their styling fee is only 20 bucks which is actually waived if you keep all five items and since your personal stylist uses only your preferences to pick your clothing you're still in complete control I see you control freaks out mm-hmm. there once your items arrive you try them on and only pay for what you keep if you don't like something or you need another size just send the items back no questions asked and shipping is always free both ways that's amazing get your fix whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments the choice is yours we love stitch fix and we know you will too hurry to stitchfixcom rue to get started now keep all five items in your box and you get 25% off your entire purchase that's stitchfix.com slash rue, stitchfix.com
0: slash ru. Michelle, are you looking to hire some employees for your multi-million dollar corporation? Well, you know,
1: I own 51% of this company. Yes,
0: I know. And
1: I need to staff at stat. That's
0: right. And most people do.
1: Yes. Well, there are job sites that send you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through, and that's not smart. No. There are job sites that make you wait for the right candidates to apply for your job not smart. Not smart. You know what's not smart? Mm. Using your relatives to fill in at work while you look for staff. <laughs> but you know what is smart? Going to ZipRecruiter.com RU to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and then they actively invite them to apply so you get qualified candidates first. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S., and this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a 1,000 reviews. And right now, our listeners can try Zip. Recru- Ziprecruiter.com for free. That's Ziprecruiter.com/slash-ru. Ziprecruiter.com/slash-ru. Ziprecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
0: Guillermo, <laughs> why do you have such a hard time saying your name?
1: Hey, you just said it two perfectly. Two L's. That's why. it's Yeah. A double L. In yeah. In yes. Spanish. You
0: said it right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I've been, I've had, uh, Tom has been my, in my ear saying Guillermo. It every Guillermo. It's William, isn't it? William in, in English. In a, yeah. yeah. But
3: I the two L's not. are pronounced like a Y. In Spanish, right. Yeah. I
0: didn't. I knew that. Uh, I didn't know that Guillermo was William. Yeah. yeah. Spanish yeah. and um, Guillermo Diaz the first time I saw you was in, I think in that movie um, uh, The one of the movies called uh, Stonewall there have been several yeah. movies called Stonewall yes. but this is 19, 1995 mm-hmm. you were everywhere yeah. Yeah. how many movies did you do in 1995? Oh my god I did so many I did a movie
3: called Fresh with uh, Sam Jackson and then I did Party Girl with Parker Posey yes.
1: one of my favorites oh.
3: yeah. and then yeah. right after that I booked uh, uh, Stonewall yeah um and then yeah I just did a slew of films in the 90s the movie called Nowhere with Greg Araki mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I was offered but I'm a cheerleader mm-hmm. but I couldn't do it no I could do it but it was the time when my manager I had these two like real hetero um, guy managers and they were like if you do it you can't do another gay movie I had already done Nowhere and they were like we don't think you should do it because mm-hmm. it's so another be gay character and I was so pissed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and I didn't end up doing it but That's- I loved the movie so much and you it's were a so fun good thank yeah. you so much but
1: you were also in Mercy which is one of my favorite yeah. TV shows Mercy, it got canceled after one se- season. It I think it did, uh huh. It was with James Tupper, hot James, t- who Tupper, um, t- uh, Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black, right? Um, Michelle
3: Trackenberg,
1: yeah, there's a bunch mm. of really great people. It was fucking great. It was about a hospital in Queens, in Queen, I think it was, I don't even remember. I think, I it, think was it was or Queens or was it Boston, one or the other? No, I
3: think it was, it was definitely, um, New York, yeah. So, yeah,
1: I think it was Queens anyway. Uh-huh. It was so good, and he played a gay. Nurse. Was it yeah, nurse? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Angel. aren't all... <laughs> no, aren't all no. nurses gay girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's a I joke, mean. people. It's so funny. You have to be very careful. People are very sensitive about everything these Super days. Super sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a sensitive person? Hell no. No. Uh-uh. And so, it, starting out in this thing with the acting and everything, it seems like out of the gate, you were very successful out of the gate. did Do you think strategizing... Is that a word, Michelle? Yes. Uh, with, with oh, maybe a gay movie here, a straight movie here. Do you think that actually helped propel your your career? No, that's the thing. I, I wasn't
3: strategizing. I just wanted to work. Right. I just wanted to freaking act. And I started and I, I did a ton of extra work, a ton of student films. I became part of a theater company called Intar, and now it's called Labyrinth, mm. which... Uh, um, John Ortiz and David Zayas, all these people are, are part of now. Um, and then so I did a ton of plays. I got noticed by an agent and they signed me, but yeah, I never strategized. Really. Right. It was my management that was trying to strategize. Right. And I was sort of in the middle of it. Like you guys, like this is a great movie and a great script and a great character. Who cares if it's gay? Yeah. Who cares if he's gay? And mm-hmm. then after I did Stonewall, I, I came out and I was, cause they wanted me, they didn't even want me to come out. Right. You know, and they were like, "We don't think you should come on." I was like, "You guys, I'm not gonna lie and hide. You're My right. whole life, I'm coming out, and I did. I mean, nobody cared because I really wasn't anybody at that time. Nobody. I had well, but you were you.
0: Were, you know, you made a huge impact in this business oh, in thank 1995. You. Every. You, all eyes were on you in 1995. That's when Crazy. I first became aware of you. Really, now, and then um, the fast forward to the TV show *Weeds*, which ran for many years. I love, love that show. Never
1: miss an episode. Yeah,
0: love you're oh, so good in oh, that. Thank you. Thank really, you, thank you. Do, uh, tell me about that uh, because your character is so menacing. Who are you channeling? <laughs> In that role. (laughs) All the freaking dudes that fucking taunted
3: me and made fun of me in high school. I went to high school in the Bronx. In the Brazants. In the Brazants, yeah, It was a really rough... It was a Catholic high school, but it was super like, you know rough and I got mugged inside my high school bus. You, You are, are lying. I sure did. Yep. They snatched my gold chain. I was inside. Some thugs came in from the street. There were
1: no cameras? No. Not no. in the
3: freaking, what was it? Like eight, late, I graduated high school in 89. There were okay. no cameras in there. Yeah. 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 So they came in and snatched my chain, kind of roughed me up a little oh bit and then left God. the school.
0: Nobody That's
3: saw. Crazy. People saw, you? but nobody nobody, people, nobody cared. It, yeah.
0: it was happening everywhere. People were like, oh. Does your family still live in the Brazonks? No, they're in Teaneck, New Jersey now. Yes, Jersey! Yeah. You know what you know who a famous band is from Teaneck? From Teaneck? <laughs> yeah, um, no, no um, the from- Isley Brothers. Oh, are they? Yeah, because they had a label called Teaneck Records. That's oh, how wow. you know. Isley Brothers. yeah. Brothers, yeah. That's funny. And so <clears> when you become successful and well known like this, what about the people back in the old neighborhood? How do you navigate those relationships?
3: Yeah, I'm still really close friends with a lot of the people I grew up with. And, you know, I have a really close-knit group of friends and they keep me in line, keep me in check. And do they ask you for money? Sometimes. Oh, yeah, mostly my family asks me for money. Yeah, and what do you say to them? What do you say to them? <laughs> I give it to them the first couple of times and then they ask again. Right. And I'm like, yo,
0: yeah, that's it, no more. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. And you've, you've worked continually since you became popular. In, in fact, in, in from my Perspective. It seems that you have. Um, mm-hmm. Were there some sort of sketchy?
3: Oh, there sure. There were some dry moments when I moved. I moved to California to do a movie called Wasabi Tuna with Anna Nicole Smith. Mm-hmm. It was oh. a horrible movie. And Antonio Sabato Jr. was horrible. You? It got made and finished they and released. That got released. released. Yeah. Sounds
1: amazing. Why haven't we seen that?
3: I, I, I've never heard Wasabi of, Tuna. Yeah.
0: Wasabi Tuna. Here, check okay. it out. It's yeah. really
3: bad. But I did that, and then I did a couple of other like small roles in films. And then I couldn't book a job for like six months to a year. Mm. I freaking got a job at the Kodak Theater as an usher.
0: You I, are lying I sure to did, me, girl.
3: I sure did, and people were. Re- I was seating people, and they were like, "Weren't you in Half Baked?" I had already done Half Baked, yeah, 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 so people knew my face, right? But I was like, "Yo, I got to work." Oh well, people yeah. That's good was for you. Good Up.
0: for you. People Hell don't yeah. realize that about uh, the movie business and mm-hmm. acting is that you know. How you of gonna people pay your
1: bills when you're not working? Yeah. To pay your
0: bills, mm-hmm. you know. Even if you're a character actor, I'm. There's a very well known woman I know who is a character actor. She uh, at one point she didn't even have rent. Money, and oh she's god. a very fake. Really? Now she does because she's booked a few series. Mm-hmm. But but now you know post uh, scandal, you don't have no problem with money, do you, honey? Well, you don't have to. N- n- you don't. To, I don't need no numbers. <laughs> I don't need no numbers. But I know see, network TV is the gig. Am yeah, I right? It is. It is. But I'm
3: already in that that mo- actor mind frame of like, oh my god, I got to find my next job. Yeah, I'm not sitting back chilling in my pool. I'm right. like, yo, what do I got to do next? I got to. Right. You know, like you said, I
1: got to pay the rent.
3: I got to...
0: Because so, cause weeds ran for how many years? Eight seasons. Eight seasons? Yeah. Now we're now-
1: talking about Justin Kirk off this podcast because I obsess over him. So we're, yeah.
0: going, to oh, we're going to talk about. Oh, yes. Justin We're going to talk about how Justin Kirk. Kirk. Oh, I love, I love him. Kirk. From Angels in America. Angels in yes, America. yes, yeah. Yes. He, he was the lead in. In he was one of the leads in Weeds. Weeds, correct. I yes. love him oh, so no, much. No. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, and that. No. Yeah, the note. Oh, uh, brilliant. Uh, no. I love like him. Like everything. To <laughs> <me>. Everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. But,
1: but we'll talk about him. So Right now, we're talking about you. Eight seasons of
3: Weeds, and then Scandal for how many seasons? Right. Well, Weeds. I was a recurring character, so you know that's different. I wasn't a regular. No, but you were on a lot. I was in five seasons. out Yeah. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you know, I wasn't a regular, so you right. know what that means. The yes money's yes, not yes. the same. Exactly. And then scandal we did for seven seasons. Seven seasons. And I was a regular on that.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes, bitch. I got pulled. Yes, honey. <Benji>. That's, some <laughs> <Benji>. That's, <laughs> That's some good ass money right there, honey. So are Take have that you have robbers from the Bronx yes <laughs> yeah so um are you are you going to
3: another series or I I, I don't know I'm, I've been auditioning a ton you, you, still you know audition? back to it yeah I did yeah. a right after we wrapped scandal I did a small indie film in New York called all the little things we kill and I did that and and now I'm just like I said I'm auditioning and looking for my next job
0: what yeah. you, what's your dream job what is the job or the property mm-hmm. I don't want to jinx anything mm-hmm. that you would think oh I wanna do I'm to play a cop I wanna mm-hmm. reboot uh Beretta. Yeah uh I <laughs> wanna you know most people know Beretta, Beretta oh, was a TV yeah. show from the 70s. Colombo you know what, what
3: what what would you like to do? You know I've never done Shakespeare and I'm obsessed with it and I love it. Um and it's I'm not a lot of money terrified. <laughs> oh absolutely not but I've been really like wanting to do you know, do some Shakespeare, but...
1: Why don't you go do Shakespeare in the Park? They'd have you in a minute. I I don't know. Get it I out don't of know. your system. Yeah. Spend right? the summer in New York.
3: Hell
0: yeah. Why so. <laughs> do you want to do Shakespeare? Because
3: it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. It scares me so much. And I think the language is delicious and... I've always wanted to be one of those characters,
0: and mm. you know, yeah, yeah. But I and mean, when you go to auditions, is... now, who are the actors you uh, you always see at auditions? Do so they always call for the exact same role?
3: <laughs> There's this one dude named Vincent Loresca who we were up against each other for years. He's on that that show with Jennifer Lopez. The oh, sh- yes. Shades of Blue. yeah, Shades of Blue, yeah, yeah. He's one of her like dudes, Whenever of her- I don't watch right. the show, but I yeah. know he's on that, yeah. Yeah, wow. Once, you know, I got a funny story. I don't know if this is right to say right now, but I, I used to live in a building in West Hollywood and we had a crazy neighbor upstairs. Me and my boyfriend got into a fight with her words, you know, stupid shit. She called the cops. The cops showed up to our apartment, came in acting like real dicks, mm-hmm. and Vincent Loresca, the guy that I auditioned mm-hmm. with against. Was in full uniform in my apartment, and I looked at him and I said, "Vincent." And he was researching a role, and the policeman had let him come. You on this call. I swear to God. What? And there he was, and I was so nervous. This, this, you know, this cop was being. I don't know if he was trying to show off in front yeah, of in front was. of my yeah. actor friend. Of course, yeah. he was. Um, and I, uh, me, and my boyfriend just sat there and did whatever they said, and I kept looking at my friend, and he kept going like this, like. Like, Mm -hmm. don't say anything, don't Uh say anything. uh And I could not, he was in full cop uniform. Wait, you kept looking at Vincent. At Vincent, thinking, yo, is that illegal? Because I kept looking at him, like, dude, I know you. Like, what do you, yeah, right?
0: Is that illegal? Yeah. He's portraying. Well, you know, you throw, you, you. Throw somebody a few dollars, you could do anything you want. i yep. I watched Shades of Blue. I'm trying to think of who Vincent yeah, Loresco
3: he was, is. he was in he was Vincent Loresca. He was in I Like It Like That with John uh-huh. Seda. Yeah, he was John Seda's best friend. That was a movie in the '90s. Yeah. Too. Really but, better, but
0: but more importantly, yeah. what were you getting anyway. into it with the neighbor about?
3: I don't even remember. <laughs> she was crazy. It was she was just a really in difficult, like,
0: crazy neighbor. Yeah,
3: yeah. And we just got into a. F- a words fight. Oh, I see Vincent yeah. the rest. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, he's cute. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. He's been in yeah. a ton of stuff.
3: He's a really great actor. Really yeah. cool guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I thought so that was you a funny see, story. Yeah, so you, it is funny.
0: <laughs> you see him at all the auditions and you still audition. Because you want to let the industry know, hey, I'm willing to play. Absolutely. There are a couple of roles
3: that I've been offered. The movie I just did in New York, it was yeah. an offer. You know, once in a while, I'll get that. But yeah. most of the time, I have to audition like you everyone else. It's a little bit easier to get in the room, and yeah. producers now know my work. And, right. you know, it's a little tiny bit easier, but I still got to fight for that role. Yeah. You know what you I mean?
0: You know, on Scandal, your character, it was it was very disturbing. You know, you, mm. you, you played... Uh there was there was a lot of weight on your shoulder. It, it, coming home after wow, you were on there for how many years? Uh 7. 7 Jeez. years. Did, was was that a physical was there a lot of strain on your emotional self from playing that character
3: for so long? Absolutely. It was emotionally exhausting. Um, I would come home and, you know, have a couple of glasses of whiskey to wind, yeah. wind down. It was like my, my character never, like, exhaled. Yes. You know what I mean? He It seemed like he was always holding his breath. There was always some some tragedy that he was trying to yeah. work through or trying not to torture people. And, yeah. Oh, he was just a, it was a really difficult character to play. But, you know, as the, the the seasons got later into, later into the seasons, it got a little bit easier, easier for me to
0: sort of shake it off and let sure. it go. and. Yeah, like uh, yeah, and no. and one of the things too, um, you, I heard you mention that you had to speak in uh, scandal scandal speech. Scandal is that space. just very speak very fast, pace. like um yeah like the 30s movies yeah absolutely. Yeah.
3: And it started because the scripts were so long, and Shonda was like, "You guys, when I'm in the editing room, if you guys speak too slow, it, it's just it loses yeah. it. You know, it loses it. It loses the energy of the scene. Right. It, it's not as good. So just keep a scandal pace so we could get all the words in. So now, you know, we just got used to speaking really quickly, and it always made the scene better wow that's kind of what i said in the in the panel up there yeah it just always makes it better. You know what I mean. Sometimes actors think they have to take that pregnant pause sure. or take a long moment before you say the next word. No, man, just say. You know. I mean, there are moments that that's appropriate yeah. and it works, but
1: in real life, no people don't talk that way.
3: No, in real
0: life, people talk on top of each other. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like yeah, we're yeah. doing right yeah. now. You're doing yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 And so, and are you good at learning lines? I
3: am. I'm so good. Oh, at it I hate now. you yeah. for that. You're
0: not. No, I'm terrible. Really? I can't even. I have songs I've written. I can't even remember the <laughs> lyrics to the songs. Same. If I, I learn a know. song,
1: it takes me a good two weeks. Of listen no to it on repeat
3: way.
0: yeah, yeah. Wait, what do
3: you do when you perform do they have
0: the I little, don't like, perform anymore oh, because yeah. I do TV yeah, and yeah. I don't have to do that stuff and, yeah um, you're performing enough
3: already I'm performing on TV enough
0: girl. but I you know one day I'll go back out there but you know what if I go back out there I'm gonna lip sync my motherfucking Hell. ass off yeah yes, man. Nobody, ain't nobody stunning me trying to sing <laughs> you know oh. not... I love you singing in Wigstock
3: Wigstock is one of my favorite oh, yeah. okay you're going oh, back 120 man. years yes. 125 years
0: yeah. yes uh, Wigstock so 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 good so now do you also still live in New York no no No, just just out out here here. yeah
3: and you know how to drive I do yeah I didn't learn to drive until I was like 24 because I grew up in New York Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I never had to drive are you any
0: good at it um, yeah, I'm good at it. I'm pretty yeah. good at it. I hate it, right? But I'm good at it. Yeah, yeah. I love driving. I just it's uh, for people who don't. Uh, I guess in every town it's like this now, it's hard to drive anywhere. People are insane. Oh, number oh, one. Oh yeah. And there are too many cars everywhere. I yeah, love driving. Though. Everyone's on yeah. their phones yeah. now. Yeah, yeah everyone's Which on is their super phone. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for actors who are listening to this who want to do what you do, is there any advice you'd like to give them?
3: I always tell people that come up to me and say, "Hey, how do I get into it? I want
0: to be an actor. I'm
3: really good." I- I'm just like just find work just act yeah act as much as you can in theater and student there are million student films when i was having that dry spell when i worked at the kodak theater i did a bunch of student films also because i wanted to keep acting because i love to act so that's always my advice just find a place where you can act theater student films Anything and just fuck, you know, just do it. Yeah. Can do you curse you- here? Yeah. Can you say do, do it do? You- Yes, we oh, do, yeah. honey. Do you still take classes? <laughs> no, I never took classes. You never took. I never studied. Naturally- yeah, I just jumped into it. You just started auditioning. I just, oh, oh, I started in background work. I started buying backstage when it was the yeah. actual newspaper. Remember? remember before it was a yeah. prostitution paper. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and That's I used just to all calls. my yeah.
3: headshot to places, yeah. and I did it. Wow. A- yeah, and I started. You said- yeah, and and so what was the first big? big thing fresh a movie called fresh yeah that I did it was with was her. it
1: about break dancing <laughs> I, <laughs> I, wish.
3: Wish. I
0: wish oh is it time it's time okay it's we've got a we got. There, to, we're having so much fun. Uh, well, we've got to say uh, goodbye. to Guillermo. To Guillermo. Um, oh, we're God. gonna we're gonna see you on the judges panel yes. in a minute. Yes. But thank you for taking the thank time to so talk much, to us. Thank you so much, Michelle. Love it's, you guys. You're absolutely love you lovely. You, you're blessed. You really. You're oh, so fortunate in this in thank this you. business, which is so tough. You have been consistent in your career and it's really a blessing i'm so grateful for you and for us because we love you thank you thank you so much all right darling so we'll see you out there all right we're gonna take a break we'll be right back after this casper casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price now we love casper they're the best they are the best you know they've taken all of the guesswork out of having to go to the department stores or these other big chains this mattress we both sleep on them Mm. are they're so good and and they do such a great service that they come right to your doorstep in a box now
1: casper brand mattresses combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of both sink and bounce they've also have breathable designs they help you sleep cool because you know those mattresses that get all hot Uh, your body get all sweaty not with casper they regulate your body temperature throughout the night they even have like Rue said they are Right to your doorstep in, in that... Th- beautiful transportable box. And they aren't just a mattress company, y'all. They also offer sheets, pillows, bed frames, and even those dog beds that you hear me raving about. So everybody in the family sleeps comfier than ever before. Also, besides the original Casper, they offer two other mattresses. They have the Wave, which is what Rue and I have, and the Essential. The Wave has a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. That's the top of the line. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. And um, they have the Casper. So there's all three different types. Now, if you want a Casper mattress the way we did, by the way, did we mention that they have free shipping and returns throughout the US and Canada? If I didn't, I just did. Get $50 towards select mattress purchase by visiting casper.com rue and using the offer code RU at checkout. That's casper.com
0: rue Terms and conditions apply. You know, we got choice Savan up in here, child. Did I say his name right? Choy Savan. Yeah. Good. Hey. It's just weird because there's l- many different letters in in there right there is there's a and lot of vowels
1: so, like troy with an e yes it's
0: mm-hmm. no. confusing to us americans yes yeah and, and i've never seen that spelling before
2: i think my parents knew my brothers and sisters all have kind of weird names like mm. steel sage and tide so mine's sort of the most ordinary so i think they just wanted to like it out. up a little yeah i
1: love that Are your
2: parents hippies or something no they're just like cool how old angle. is
0: how, how old is the oldest one? You don't have to say which one because I don't want to embarrass them. My older brother
2: is two no years your old. parents. Oh, my parents. Yeah. My dad's older.
0: Yeah. And oh, he's, he's older.
2: He's. Fifty six. Oh, he's a child. Oh my God. Yeah. He's a Thank child me. of 56. But, but
0: Troy's a child.
2: Yeah, Troy, how old are you? 22. 22, so you are old enough to be here. I am old enough to be yeah. here. <laughs> I'm old enough to have a drink after the show. Yes. Now, has the album come out? No, August 31st.
0: Oh, so right. So when we're taping oh, this right yes. now, it will have come out. Do you have a title for it? It's called Bloom. Bloom. Now, let's talk about Bloom. <laughs> mm. Because the interweb <laughs> has gone crazy over yes. this. And people have... Talked about it and said that bloom means when you're about to bottom, <laughs> that this is what's the urban, this is what's going around. Yeah. That bloom is, is, means you're, you're going to bottom and that means you're, you're bunghole. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Is
2: that what it means? Well, I wouldn't, I haven't explicitly said it anywhere, but I feel like this is a safe space. I so think it's a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There yeah. it is.
0: Yeah. And it, th- did you write the song shortly after? You you experienced your own blooming? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I did. Ab- okay. Yes. So you, so
0: you finished up and said, somebody quick, get me a pen and a piece of paper. Or well, a recorder. So uh-huh.
2: I wrote with the song with Leland, who's like my best friend. He writes actually for the show sometimes. He wrote some of the Rusicals. Um, That's right. Leland. What's Leland's last name? Brett McLaughlin. That- is his yes! real name. That's right. So I call him Brett, but yeah. Leland publicly or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we're just like such good friends. And... We were having kind of a rough day in the studio and we just started like, I leant over to him. I had the word bloom for so long. I knew that I wanted to call the album bloom and it meant so much to me outside of that context. But then, um, I leant over to him and I was like, can we do that? Like, what if we did that? Yeah. And we just went for it. Well, it got really got people talking. It was so much fun. It was like the best day.
0: So the album is called Bloom. There's a song called Bloom, mm-hmm.
2: and then the first single was My My My. Yeah. Which was a big success, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I'm super happy with how everything's been received. I want you guys to do a lip sync to it. Oh, done and done. Yeah, love done that. And I wonder if we can get it done this season. while we're yeah, obviously we are filming right now. But you don't do you do male lip songs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're absolutely. Good. We, we do, do everything. Do, we do everything. Nice.
0: Wait, wait, you know, this ain't This uh-uh. ain't slave days. nobody yeah, no, nice. <laughs> don't nobody put. Baby in a box, uh-uh. you know. So now, um, uh, Troy, uh, y- you have been a success. First of all, I'm gonna go back to the song "My My My" because this is a departure for you. I remember your first video; mm-hmm. you're walking around in a neighborhood with a lot of cool kids, and you're in some <laughs> empty house, and you're yeah. looking really chic, like a say Laurent. I'm sorry, a Saint mm-hmm. Laurent uh, ad shoot. Okay. But in "My My
2: My," you are giving these bitches some J Lo shit, aren't you? I just was like. I wanted to really, that was the way that I was dancing around my hotel room the day that I wrote the song. Uh And I was like, you know what? If I ever get the opportunity to make a music video for this. Yeah. Like I'm, I came out when I was 15, but I still very much feel like I'm on a separate journey. Coming out as gay was like a very small part of my coming into myself, you know, Mm -hmm. journey. And I'm still on that journey completely. And kind of like having these moments where it's like, even though this is the way that I feel inside, am I like brave enough to share it with, yeah. with others? You know what I mean? This is yeah. like the way that I, like I said, I would lock my door when I was a little kid and like listen to Like a Prayer by Madonna and, you know, Good really choice. Like go around the room and, and go for it and yeah. let myself be as like feminine as I wanted to be or sure. whatever. Um, And like, yeah, kind of serve a little bit, you know, and, and I'd never, unless I'm like three tequilas in or something like that, that never comes out. And then, the song just like begged for it, you know, it it was, it was that side of my personality musically it came out. And so then when, when it was time for the video, I just like closed my eyes, took a deep breath and I was like I'm gonna do what right. like feels right and right
0: because in the video what happens is I mean you're serving Britney you're serving um, all of the dancing <laughs> and the and you're letting your titties out I am letting my titties you out you are <laughs> you know there's wind machines and you are <laughs> letting
2: bitches have it oh uh, yeah, yeah but
0: now the people at the record company what record were you with
2: Capital Records
0: the people said oh you know um, was there any resistance pushback from them
2: not really no I'm really lucky my label was like down for whatever it's EMI Australia and Capital and they're just like They're super, super trusting of me, which is really cool. Did you
1: start as a YouTuber?
2: Yeah. So I started on YouTube. I think maybe that's why I was just going beginning... to say,
1: this is why yeah. he has the freedom. Mm-hmm. He became known for doing what he does mm-hmm. and for them to come in and try to sweep it up and change it. Yeah. It wouldn't be true to who he is and his fan base would disappear.
2: Yeah. Well, they know me so well, my fans and like can always, you know, feel when something's not genuine. Of course. And so it's like you just, you have no choice but to really go for it.
0: Right. So, um, so how did you meet, uh, the people you work
2: with here? Like, like Blair or Leland? Um, we, we met after you had already had the first success. Well, no. So actually it was like really early on Brett. I don't know if he wants me to say this, but he used to date a really close friend of mine at the time, Tyler Oakley. Aww. They, they like dated for a second. Oh,
0: and you know, Tyler Oakley because of the YouTube because of YouTube, tribe. Yeah. yeah. And so okay.
2: Tyler said to me one day, he was like, you should write with my like ex-boyfriend slash still really good friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, sure. Kind of just thinking that he was trying to get his like, trying to mm-hmm. do a favor or whatever. Right. Um, and we went in the one day and we wrote a song and it was like my favorite song that I had written so far with anyone. Right. And we've basically been like inseparable since. He's upstairs.
0: Yeah. Oh, he is. He is. Here. Oh, thanks for the Layland. warning. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, now, in case of people who are listening
0: right now can probably tell that you're from Australia. Where in Australia are you from? I grew up in Perth. West Perth, Aww, yes. that's your neck. That's my neck of mm-hmm. the woods. Perth, Australia. Yeah. No, I did I did I couldn't smell your personality. Yeah, I didn't know that about <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, you didn't
0: know that I have a Perth uh, background. Perth connection, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I'm married to a man who grew up in Perth, and we go there um, from time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'm the one, who I have to first force him to go over there, because he doesn't he, he doesn't want to go back there. It's far. It's far, and it's family, and he has to revisit his, you know, his childhood. He grew childhood.
1: up there. It's not exciting for yeah, him.
0: Yeah, it's not exciting for him. For
1: us, it's like, it's, yay. Yeah, and,
0: and I met you in Perth. You did! No, I, I, I didn't no, meet no. you in Perth, but we saw each other. We met in, up there. Yeah. How long oh. ago was that, Michelle?
1: Two
0: years? Was it two years ago. Two what years club ago? was that? Mm-hmm. You don't remember. The Greyhound? Great. Court? No,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the court or connections? Maybe. No. I think it was connections. No. 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 Uh-uh. It was a it was a club downtown. It
1: was in a hotel, wasn't it?
0: Was it gay? Yes. 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 But a lot of straight people go there. It was downtown. Was it the Greyhound? I don't remember. I don't remember. But so, um, how'd you get out of Perth?
2: Well, I. Um I started making YouTube videos. Yeah, an airplane and Your parents like, still
0: live in Perth?
2: No. So they've actually moved to Melbourne now and yeah. I'm over here in LA. So it's yeah. like, um, we haven't been back in probably a year and a half, but, yeah. um, yeah, it was super weird. I, I used to just go back and forth between Perth and LA. And then one time I came for a trip and my parents were like, you know what? We found a place in Melbourne. Yeah. We're going to go. And, um, they left while I was, like, here for a three-week holiday. And I just right. haven't been back since. Haven't been back since. No. Wow.
0: You know, Perth is a long way. Now, okay, so to go, to fly from L.A. to Sydney, because you have to go to Sydney first. Yep, yep. How that's Is that 17 hours? Um, I think it's, like, 14 or 15. It's 14. So then you add another five yep. to go to Perth. Yep. And, that's like, a, a layover. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was that's, a long way. I love Australia. Do you love Australia?
2: I love it so much. What's I miss your favorite it? thing about Australia? I think... Um the work culture i feel like people really have their head screwed on there about like you know you work to be able to provide yourself with a good life mm. and so the the lifestyle there is so it's it's just good people care about important so. things you know healthcare is like Free. University is free. There's yeah. great public schooling. There's no guns. It's like sure. they, they've really got, I feel like, the important things down. And so then people get to t- relax, you know, and go to the beach and, and yeah. enjoy themselves. I, I think the,
0: the sense of humor there is just so lovely. And then, yes. you know, you slap a, a bit of beetroot on it in a raw and a, a, screen, a fried egg. Yep. And you've, got your, you've got yourself a meal. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about was... Um, where do you, what's the direction of
2: this album? Where are you going with this album? So with this one, I was like, this is the album I wanted to make last time, but mm-hmm. just didn't know how to. And so I was so excited to have like, worked really hard at, Just developing my skill set a little bit so that I can, I can make the music that I've like always wanted to make. It's like a little eighties inspired. It's, Mm. it's, um, I'm not at all afraid of like pop, pop music. So there's some real pop moments on there. We love that. I wanted to make something that people could dance. So I want to, you know, make something that I can sing at prides for the rest of my life. And, um, yeah, it's, it's like a good time. And then as well, it's like a, a love letter.
0: Yeah. So who do we have to talk to to get to Clearance for, for some, one of our queens to lip-sync My My My? Or is there a better song that you think Ooh. would make a good lip-sync song for My 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 show? is
2: probably like the... My My old or Bloom um, yeah. would be the best ones, I think. But you can talk to my label. They're like upstairs.
0: Well, you would know. You would know which... Well, we could... About Clearance,
2: yeah. But which song on the album mm. would make the best lip-sync song? I think My My My. It's got my, the my, most my. like... It's got like a kind of chaotic energy that yeah. I think would work. Oh, that's
0: fabulous. And that's well, one that everybody loves. Everybody yeah. knows it. Everybody yeah.
2: loves it. You know,
0: I'm, one thing before we get off the Perth thing is that uh, we, we discovered a hotel in Perth. Perth has a world-class hotel now. If you're listening and you want to go to Perth, <laughs> it's called the Como. The tre- It's a weird name. It's called Como. The, the treasury. treasury. Like uh, Lake Como or Perry Como. Yes. C-O-M-O. C-O-M-O. It's called the treasury. We would go for years because he didn't want to stay with the family. So we would stay at hotels and they weren't, they weren't very good. Yeah. But this one, Com- It's not. this is a non-paid advertising. Right there you here. go. Yeah. Uh, uh, it is a world-class hotel in Perth. And Perth has a lot of money, by the way. Uh-huh. It's a yeah. major city. Uh-huh. Yep. And they just didn't have anything. Thank God you're over here now.
2: Yeah, well... It's going to be interesting because now I don't have my house anymore back home in Perth. Yeah. So I'm going to have to stay at a hotel when I next go. That's so you'll have to stay there. Stay what the what neighborhood
0: were you, were you in? Bu- uh, Ragoon? No, in I was not in Cottesloe? I was in... Uh, uh, Fremantle?
2: No, not Fremantle. It was... Mandra? No, that's really far out of Perth. Uh, uh, um, it was... It's called Dianella. Dianella, I don't know that. Yeah, it's like a... It's like,
1: Isn't that by L. Ron Hubbard?
2: Yeah, no, it's close. Yeah. It's like it's close. Good. It's mm-hmm. the Jewish suburb, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh is it? Mm-hmm. That's right. You're Jewish. I am Jewish. Do you, are you you're practicing? You're Jewish, right?
1: I am? Yeah. There's a there's um not a lot of Jews in Australia. Oh you? yes, there are, are yes. There yes. Are. Really? Yeah. In
2: Sydney and Melbourne there's a lot. Really? In, in Perth in Perth not so not much. Not so much. Mm. Mm. So mm. I went to like the one Jewish school that was like Twenty kids per grade, kind of thing, and that's hot. It was really like a like yeshiva, like really. No, it wasn't super religious, but it was very traditional. Like Mm. we had to wear kippas at school. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Pray every morning, all that. But you wouldn't wear underwear, would you? No, No, never. Of course not. (laughs) I was like, I was getting it at that school. Were you? What do you mean getting it? My grade was like disproportionately. gay and horny really <laughs> yes. So you're having a lot of sex it no I, I wasn't having a lot of sex but no there was just like i'm i'm actually interested to go back and see because um yeah but you are yeah yeah i don't know where everyone ended up kind of you know going with their lives yeah. but um
1: do you not talk to anybody that you
2: i talked to my best friends are still my best friends from school but mm. it's it's like two girls or yeah three girls right um the boys in my year never really kept up with yeah because uh. they were all like on the down low Oh, boy, yeah, but that's common, oh, not anymore. Well, Troy
0: Savan, you are lovely. The album is called Bloom. Yeah, and I cannot wait to hear the whole thing. It's available
2: right now on Spotify and iTunes. And All I, them are places. you gonna be touring? I am gonna be touring. I'm well, it depends when this comes out, but I'm doing the us in like September. And then Europe and Australia and Asia. But we can check
0: the website, which is choiceyvonne.com, to yes, find is. out the tour dates. Mm-hmm. Thank you, darling, for Thanks joining for having us. Me. So Thank you, honey. We'll see you on the judges panel. Yes. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah, really fun. Until next time. Mm, bye. bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get a an name man And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.